Welcome back to another episode of the Easy Days podcast. Today we are coming with you with an incredible update coming out of the state of Ohio today. Um, we got the issue two resolution finally passed, and now we've got some legal weed in in Ohio. But anyways, it's your boy JFK here. As always, I've got Erica and Cincy Eleven Junior with me today. Guys, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Well, I say pretty good, but I, I just I went through a breakup. So, oh. <laughs> um, so you know, that's okay. Sort All of, you eligible you know. ladies out there, just so you know. Been <laughs> <laughs> lucky in Kentucky. <laughs> did to the right thing um it just it makes me happy oh yeah oh yeah it's absolutely awesome what's up everybody we got free weed in ohio finally (laughs) it's uh not gonna happen officially until 12 7 you're not gonna be able to buy any cannabis recreationally from what i read earlier today they're well, thinking I was about to say, let's be clear early it's not, summer it's not free it's not free weed it's just you can now grow it right yeah but the weed's free like you're allowed to <laughs> it's the free. weed has been Freedom. free i'm just saying don't get it confused out there people nobody's giving away free weed no yeah no, well no we have Nope. We have some tester beans, and you know, for like probably under like maybe five hundred bucks, I could get you started. But but anyway, it's super awesome. Uh, we got uh, we got all kinds of updates on issue two. Uh, what's going on with that? So happy to be on the podcast again. Thanks for having me. What are you up to, JFK? Uh, I just got back from a little vacation. I actually got a. Uh... One of my buddies came up from Florida, and we spent some time down in the Kenai Peninsula and doing some hiking out in the wilderness. We took some trails to the to the end of the end of the trail, and then went a little bit beyond that and did some, you know, wilderness exploring out here. It was it was it was pretty fun, man. You know, and it's nice. getting it's getting. Uh, we had some some snow and. You know, other than that, just the normal stuff. It's nice to be back up and back at work. And, uh, you know, but we're not here to talk about me. We are here to talk about issue two today. So I know that uh, I know that you got some questions and uh, you've got some answers for us. So, Erica, I know you got a few questions for for Cincy about about this issue, too. I so I definitely have some questions because I live in Kentucky. <laughs> um, hella relevant. It's more relevant to you than it is to me. So I think, <laughs> yeah. So how's that? How's the, obviously there are going to be people traveling from Kentucky to Ohio to get recreational weed. Now, is there going to be like I don't know, like some sort of state line? block where you know like people will get stopped and didn't didn't they do that in colorado well no it was more in kansas uh kansas was targeting people for that and i think they still do actually from my understanding uh which is unfortunate 
But, uh, no, I mean, it's going to be illegal if you are transporting cannabis across state lines. It's illegal from um, the way I understand it, illegal state to illegal state, the way that it's the federal <laughs> rules are. But even um, with that being said, um, everybody for a long time has been driving up to Michigan and getting cannabis in Ohio, especially if you live up in, like, Toledo, Cleveland, Columbus. It's only, like, two hours to the border. So people have been doing it forever. Are you taking right. a risk? Sure. But like, what's the risk? If you come back from Michigan with, I don't know, an ounce, an ounce of cannabis and maybe like four da- four grams of edibles or something or four or, you know, 20, 200 grams of edibles and four grams of concentrates, you know, what's going to happen? I mean, in Ohio, I think you're just getting a ticket. So Indiana, whole different ball game. Uh, but what I always tell people is, if you're going to be trying to travel with cannabis, um, and I travel a ton, uh, look at the normal website, N-O-R-M-L, um, and they have a little guide for each state. Um, for example, I was in uh, Nebraska recently, and let's say you get caught with a quarter of cannabis, like my cousin Bill was going to bring cannabis with him or something crazy like that because it's illegal there. Um, and then um, that would just be a ticket. But if you got caught with one vape pen, like one concentrate pen, that's a felony punishable up to three years. So there's, wow. you know, differences no matter where you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that Kentucky police officers, I mean, you live in Covington and Newport is not that much better. They got plenty of other things to worry about. I don't think they're going to be really worried about people driving back over with some cannabis from Ohio, but you know, I could be wrong. Could be wrong now if you live know, like, taking like, a ferry maybe like you're taking a ferry or a... you're down in the country what's that <laughs> yeah i mean you know talking about you know i don't like finley street for instance you know there was a shooting recently i think it happened this week in fact um Is that in covington uh no this was this was actually up in cincy <laughs> oh um, yeah yeah, over Finley, the Rhine is not not really that's safe. Enough of that. <laughs> so, are you thinking, Erica? Are you thinking about moving to Ohio now since we're allowed to grow weed? <laughs> well, uh, um, I just signed my lease a few months ago, and it's uh, it's for a whole year. I know. Um, I know. Maybe when my lease ends, i I'm like ten minutes away. Um, no, not even. Like oh. five minutes. So what you're saying is next year it's an option for you. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's like our slogan for our Cincinnati sports teams. Maybe next year. Maybe, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. next year. Well, what else, what other kind of things we got going on? What's it looking like as far as uh, what's what's uh. How many how many licenses they given out? Is there any numbers on what kind of tax numbers? You know how's how how are things looking for the recreational and all that side of it? Well, uh, the tax percentage is I think flat at ten percent, so it's reasonable. I mean, that's not much more than our sales taxes. I don't know if sales taxes on top of that. I would assume it probably is. So add them both together in the city of Cincinnati, you're looking at like 17.75 or 17 and a half. It fluctuates all around Ohio. I think it's a county based thing, your sales tax rate. Nevertheless, the the cannabis tax is a flat tax. There's a lot of awesome things about issue two um, that, you know, really weren't pointed out prior to the social equity program. 
which we'll get into this. There's some issues with uh, politicians now, of course, with this, but they oh, are going to they're going to issue 40 cultivation and 50 dispensary license to disadvantage um, and people who have had like prior cannabis convictions. So that's pretty cool. Um, and those people will be able to get all kinds of funding and grants and assistance um, from other, uh, I guess, people that are in the industry to help them get set up, get established, get up and running. Hopefully, I hope, because we've seen this a lot in other states, that they put in some sort of clause that you have to own it for like 10 years or something. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times what happens is they get these things up and running and then the big guy comes in and gobbles them up, which yeah. is hard for well, it's, it's hard. Not even, it's, it's, it's not hard even to that. get mad about it. It's the main thing. The main thing with all of it, right, is uh, it's a it, a lot of times what happens in new states is you get a lot of businesses that come up and they don't like, you know, they expect it to go one way. And with competition in the market and everything that goes along, you gen you genuinely you can't miss a step in any of these processes. Otherwise, you're going to end up you know, getting behind on your electric bill, getting behind on whatever your lease is, you know, getting behind on something and, you know, ending up having to forfeit your license. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard game. It's not even so much of, you know, I applaud the people that can keep it for that long, but I don't even see, you know, it's, it's difficult for, I don't, I think the side of it that's underappreciated is, or like not talked about maybe enough is the amount of people that, you know, get into the industry and maybe like, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't say don't have the support, um, but you know, just maybe we're not as advised or like not given the, getting the help they needed during that, during that well, first initial kickoff period that, you I, know. I don't care if you're disadvantaged, <laughs> if you, um, if I had a previous cannabis conviction, if you went to Harvard and you come from millions of dollars in your family, running yeah. a business, I don't care what business it is. It's really damn hard. It's yeah. not easy. So 100%, uh, what, yeah. what, what I was trying to say is, is that I wish that they would have a way in there to support it so it could last 10 years and oh, that yeah. it, it, I, I, it, it I gives them a benefit yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to keep it because the idea of the social equity program is to help people come up into the business world and if you are allowing them to dump it off after two years or a year and a half and i get it there's business pressures and, and look, what I, the other thing i was trying to say is i mean could you blame them let's say you know one of these big giants is willing to give you you know four times what your business is actually worth or even the license is worth how are you going to turn that down so i'm not i'm not hating Why everything i just think yeah right right why would you but at the same time like i hope they figure out a way to like make it more of a long-term thing because there's other programs out there and other businesses that I've been in where this really does make a difference. These types of programs can really um, help those communities establish, you know, leaders and giants within their communities to help, you know, get people jobs and um, the networking side of it, which I think everybody tries to maybe call something else, but that's the key is knowing people, who know each other and then you get opportunities and that's what i think is important with that stuff but regardless let's move on from all that what's the okay. home growth side look like on all this stuff 
The home grow is awesome. I mean, um, six plants per adult, up to 12 in one house. Now, it's plants. So, you know, uh, I guess technically you only are allowed to have 12. So keep that in mind. I have not gotten in deep into the actual language. I kind of figure the politicians are going to mess with it. So might as well just wait. You know, there's no reason to, you know, worry too much about that stuff but oh that's what my question is okay so we know that we know that issue two can't be vetoed but modifications can be made so we were talking about that last night have you did you find out what dewine i guess has planned Um, when it comes to the actual um changing of it what I what I've gathered so far is they have issues with the social equity program, um, which isn't surprising. Uh, you know, I, I can see why um, they didn't write the language of the bill. And one thing I've learned about politicians over the years is if it's not their bill, they're going to try to beat it up and get their get their mark on it. Right. So that's going to happen. And then the other thing, really two other changes that I've seen summarized is they're going to put a cap. Uh, uh, 35% on THC flour, and then a cap of 90% on THC for concentrates, which, you know, I mean, I'm not, yeah, from the dispensary, which 35%, which I mean, mean, that's 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 pretty high. Is that just like, that's like straight, that's like THCA. That's not total cannabinoids. I mean, to be fair, that's super high testing weed, no matter what. So, you know, so that's like the, 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 like, like the, the top cola out of all the ones that were in there are top. That was like the perfect one. You know what I mean? Like we, We have one, we have one and we have been searching for forever. I mean, we have a couple that test around the 30% mark, but we have one that consistently tests right around like 30 to 31% and has like two to 3% terps. But like, you don't see, you know how long we've been looking for plants and find that. I mean, I understand like, you know, you pull the right pack of seeds, but it's not always about that high number for for me at least you know right yeah yeah no, no i was kind of pumped by it because i kind of feel like there's so much manipulation that goes into the testing too i mean i'm not oh, saying yeah. oh yeah 100% it's i'm not saying it's all not everybody's doing it but everything that i've gathered is is that you're going to see a range um and really uh if if it's a thc battle it's unfortunate because you guys um, know about Caper out in uh, California. He actually just got rid of all of his uh, bank of tissue culture that was under 30% because nobody will buy the flower if it's under 30% flower on the rec market at this point in, in California. So what? that's that's sad because like that's like I feel like that's an that's an outlier though. One of the coolest things when I started going out to Colorado, they have a store called the Cannabis Superstore, I believe is what it's called. And it's one of the ones that's open later. There used to be just one kind of down by the town. And then there was another one that opened out by like where our place was. But it was awesome because you would go in there and they would literally have like 120 different jars. And the people that worked there, they were like, definitely not just recently hired you know what i mean like they knew what the hell they're talking about and you could ask them questions and you could try like you know one gram of this one gram of this one gram of this and it's amazing like 
THC percentage, yes, you're, it's 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 a thing, but it's not everything. So I was kind of pumped because I don't want Ohio to become raised to the highest THC percentage because I feel like you're not getting some of the gems that are still out there that might not be, you know, as high in THC, but provide plenty of other benefits. Yeah, it's a shame that the market tends tends to slide that direction of the numbers because i mean you even you, you see it everywhere you know you get more money for the higher test of weeds and people want the strains that test it test at higher numbers and you know i it's just like you said you know we i don't test my weed at home i don't know what i don't know what the percentage of any of my weed is at home though you know all i do is like i when i pheno hunt i smoke it at the end and like whatever gets me high that like, you know, I smoke a lot, whatever gets me high or whatever works for me is what I keep. You know, I don't, I don't test it and be like, Oh yeah, maybe I should keep that one. Cause sometimes so on that, those weeds are terrible. On that note, like now that we can grow in Ohio, which is going to be awesome. I mean, I can't wait, you know, I only got like how many days left so I can pop a bean in Ohio. It's going to be, going to be amazing. But anyway, um, people have been doing it what's that like i was on i was on reddit today and like people have been like on the tr on the trees subreddit like people have been posting pictures of the grow and they're like already doing it you know oh, yeah. it's Hell legal yeah. in ohio I mean, I'm just saying, me personally, I have to wait until 12 7. Yeah, but yeah. Re re regardless, for all the new growers or people that want to grow cannabis that haven't before, yes, go out and uh, go to Seeds Here Now or Wally World and find your favorite strain, buy some of those beans and pop them. But don't like only grow three plants, grow all 12. You know, get some feminized auto flowers, mix a few of those in there so you get some flower. Pretty much when your veg is wrapping up, there's all kinds of different things. And like JFK is saying, you'll get your, you'll get everything in the jars at some point or grow bags or whatever you're using. And once it's cured, then you'll start to like gradually, you'll have too much wheat. You have more weed than you've ever had, right? And then you're going to start going from jar to jar to jar. And then you're going to start to figure out like, well, that's my favorite jar. And, and naturally you'll just start to go for the ones that you like. And that's the way that we've kind of always gone about things. Uh, at Easy Days, we've never really had things lab tested. I mean, luckily, we get some stuff back now from JFK, which is sweet. But, you know, you know, or your nose knows, or, you know, by smoking it, you're going to find out what you like. And the cool thing about photos is you can keep copies of everything. The kind of thing, the biggest drawback about autos is once you grow it, it's gone. You can't really take a clone of it. So, you know, keep that in mind if you're selecting your uh, plants, you know, what you're going to grow. Um, you know, I would say... Throw in three or four autos, maybe do eight photos, four fems, four rags, and then maybe uh, you'll get two males and you can plant two more. But either way, um, I'm, I'm always available to uh, help with your grow questions, so please let me know. Oh, yeah. That's going to be I, awesome. I do have one more question. <laughs> um, so I have a buddy that lives in Kentucky, but owns a business in Ohio, can they can they grow at their business in Ohio? No, uh, mm. the way that the, I mean, it's pretty much like this in every state. It, it, home grow is home grow. It's residential. 
it's different. If you want to grow in your business, you have to get a license. A in license. license, yeah. I haven't looked too much into that. Um, had a friend of mine, and I want to get to this in a second, but one of the guys that, like, one of the people I was with the first time that I ever smoked weed, he actually hit me up the other day uh, via text message, and we were talking. Um, and he was telling me, he's like, well, you know, I got a commercial, uh, I got like four acres of commercial land and uh, I'll be happy to put a building up there for you. So he's kind of soliciting, I think for me to try to build something on his land. But what I'm trying to say is, is that I haven't gotten to that point to look in how do we do this in Ohio, but it is not out of reach. I mean, 40 and 50, 40 cultivation and 50 dispensary licenses. Uh, we'll see what the politicians do to all this, but I'm sure there's going to be a rush to go get these things, but I don't necessarily know that I want to be a part of that rush. So we'll see what happens. But um, did I answer your question? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So another uh, cool couple cool things that I thought um, should notice or, or mention about this is uh, your landlords, they can ban growing, but it must be part of your written lease agreement. So I doubt they have in your lease right now that you can't grow weed. <laughs> so my it recommendation is, is not simple. Go to uh, acinfinity.com uh, and uh, go ahead and get yourself a two by four grow tent kit and set that sucker up before they get you a new lease by 12-7. And if they try to give you a new lease, you don't have to sign it. <laughs> You can you can yeah. just push it off. You don't you just push it off. But uh, anyway, if you if you stick to just one two by four ten, a couple hundred watt lights, maybe a three hundred watt light or something like that, you're not gonna mess up their place. It's when you start adding in like you know a couple thousand watts of lights and maybe you know twenty four plants instead of twelve that you're gonna start having humidity and issues that could mess up mess <laughs> up the actual uh, residential structure there. But the other cool thing is just like for cigarettes, um, this isn't a thing where they put into the regulation who and where you can allow people to smoke cannabis. So if you have a smoking area and you want to allow people to smoke cannabis in your smoking area, you can. You don't have to ask anybody's permission. It's your business. You can do it, which that is awesome because we should be able to, if business owners are smart, and I got a bunch of friends in the business that I'm looking into this already. Like we should be able to have cannabis events. No problem. And I got a million venues at the top of my mind, maybe not during the winter, but during the spring, summer and fall, for sure. Uh, it's going to be sweet as long as they don't change that. So that is so different than every other place. You're not allowed to smoke inside in Ohio. Anyway, anywhere there is no indoor smoking. But to be able to do it like at a patio or at a concert or whatever you want it to be, that is really cool. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's I an mean, awesome. I don't know. I know there's not a lot of places that you can. I mean, I guess there's getting to be more, but it's, you know, still taboo in so many places to smoke outside. And that's a shame because I smoke everywhere. I feel like I feel like at night when I roam Covington, it kind of just smells like weed everywhere. Like everybody's just smoking outside. That's like, awesome. Okay, now, like there are certain places that you go to, like Milford, Ohio, for instance, you would never smell weed out on the street there. Well, I don't know about all that. I, I think also too, you gotta remember, Kentucky's really big on the farm bill, so you could just be smelling smelling like Delta Eight or 
belt of ten flower. Why not? Actually, um, yeah, that could that could be it. Oh, this yeah. Kidding. Just kidding. I mean, like that's that could true. be it because it kind of smells the same, doesn't it? Yeah, a little different, but close. At the end of the day, it's not. It's not. You know, it's supposed to be as close as you can get without being the real thing. But we all know what that is. Yeah. So I, I, I have some questions. I have a question for you guys. One of the things, like. I was talking to Maria, my wife, the other day, and, um, you know, like, when the issue passed, I went on a little, like, drunk marketing binge. I was all excited. I don't know if you saw the IG page. If you did, apologize <laughs> for blowing up the feed there. I was, I was pretty pumped up. <laughs> for sure. And it just got me thinking after she was saying that. She's like, you feel like, like she said, uh, it, it just seemed like you were somebody that was, like, you know, freed from oppression. And I was like, honestly, I don't know how to say it, but that's kind of, like, what I felt like. You know what I mean? We've been doing this since 2018, like just the easy days thing. But I mean, the first time I ever smoked weed was in 1995. So I'm curious, and I'll tell my story after you guys tell yours. When was the first time you smoked cannabis? Where was it? Was it memorable? Did you have a good experience, bad experience? Erica, if you'd like to start. Seem like you're skeptical um, here. So my parents were super super strict with me you know what with me being the only child um so no drinking no drugs or anything like that until i went off to college in another country mm. um mm. so yeah twin when i was 21 uh, um nice. yeah tw yeah 21 uh, do you remember like it, the strain name or anything or who you smoked with or was it a joint it, you smoked with um, it was Granddaddy Pup. Mm. I believe it was Granddaddy Pup. It's been around that long. Yeah, um, I think so. I we don't want to reveal your age or anything. <laughs> 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 well, I am 34, so when okay. I was 21. Right. Um, 13 years ago, Granddaddy Pup was around, <laughs> I believe. Um... One of my mates, I guess, rolled a blunt with some rose petals in it and granddaddy puff. And it, it like I remember being it being so pleasant because of how it smelled. Um, uh, you know, that the combination of rose and or any any other flower really with weed is just it's just a pleasant experience. But I uh, yeah, at 21, that's that's when I realized that. I I love cannabis and um, oh, yeah. I yeah and I want to smoke it all the time and then at some point I realized that I like growing cannabis um, uh, so yeah thank you awesome how about thank you JFK I mean I remember the first time that I smoked it was out of a it was out of a coke can in uh, nice. And uh, went <laughs> outside. Yep, no I went out outside with my cousins, and I'm not even sure if I fully got high, but I, you know, I definitely acted like I was an idiot, and you know, I didn't smoke weed for a little while after that, and it wasn't until you know after after I got out of college that I got back into cannabis again. Mm -hmm. for for real you know but yeah it's it was it was a weird journey with me my my first 
my first smoke wasn't necessarily my best smoke, but you know, no. Well, every, I'm sorry. every smoke is, every smoke is good now. So that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so no, how was it, how was it not, like, what was the experience? What did you, what did you feel? Did, was it just like, did you have a bad trip? So, no, I just don't even think I got really that, really got that high. Maybe it was just bad, bad weed. Or Yeah. something, you know? I don't know. <laughs> no, I... no, it was good. It was good, though. It was... No, oh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, really. It was... It was weed. Maybe it's hard to describe right now because I'm so incredibly lit right now. But that's okay. So, you know how some people get extremely anxious after having smoked some? I don't think I've ever experienced that. I experience You know, like, I... it all the time. You experience it all, like, like just, like, anxiety when you... When you smoke weed? Just, It's do you it get depends paranoid, cuz like too? what I do is like I am always looking for I don't know, I'm always looking for the strain that's going to get me the way that I want to feel and sometimes in the process of looking for that I smoke too much of something and i get that like racy type feeling and then that gets me a bit paranoid but you know it's it just depends it depends on yeah it's always strain dependent and how the weed's grown and how everything's prepared like you never you never know if you if you didn't do it yourself it never happens with anything that i've like growing made yourself grown myself yeah you know it's 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 always something from some somebody else or from somewhere else you know or like dabs that i get from the dispensary or something you know I will say that I have like passed out smoking weed like it was medical grade then this that's is what like i want that's what yeah I want you know yeah like I sort of but I sort of like faint I guess I fainted because like my face I I turned you know I turned completely white and my lips were just like you know extremely pale and I just like plopped on to the floor like I had fainted uh, and I was asleep for a really long time so Oh, jeez. yeah like I was asleep for a few hours so I don't I don't know if it was laced with anything or if it was just really really strong weed and I just wasn't used to it then um Damn. oh this was this was when I this is when I first like moved to the United States. So, I mean, like, you know, weed up over here obviously is, I shouldn't say obviously, it is a lot more potent here than it is in Southeast Asia, I feel. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm sure it's catching up. I'm sure it's catching up at this point. It, it probably is, yeah. Absolutely. It's Yeah. gotta be, it's gotta be catching up. Yeah. They, they've got, they just had, what was it? The beginning of this year or last year there, they just, they had all the legalization happen over in Thailand. Oh, that's Yeah, a big deal. I,
it's sort of it's very much old school where you know people come in and you know they just they don't even tell you what strain and and what the thc percentage is there's just here you go his chronic or you know oh god just, yeah <laughs> Yeah, some of these apparently that's how it is with some that's, of these dispensaries. I want to go. That's that's. I want to go to the store just get the chronic. Um, excuse me, sir. I'd like the chronic, please. And uh, <laughs> yes, here's the chronic. Uh, it should weed. be. It honestly, it should be that easy, right? I'd like some. I'd like some mid-grade shenanigans with a little bit yeah. of flavor, please. Uh yes, I have just the thing that you're looking for. Ah, uh, excuse me, sir. I can only afford some booth today. <laughs> uh, we we can skip on by that topic though, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Erica, there's a cannabis event coming up this Saturday at Jungle Gyms, or well, not really a cannabis event at Jungle Gyms. I'm sorry. It's the. Can you it's tell us about it? A get together, right? Mm-hmm. So one of oh one of my favorite podcasts is uh, Growcast. I don't know if any of you guys listen to it, but if not, check it out. Jordan's been doing it for years, and uh, a lot of great information on there. I've learned tons from the podcast. But he has this thing called the Order of Cultivation, and it's like ten bucks a month to be a part of it, and it's on the Discord. And uh, they have like different chapters all across the country. And then they have different events like uh, JFK. We entered the Mrs. Grape into the um, Growcast Cup earlier uh, this year out in Illinois. Uh, but anyway, there's like uh, eight or nine of us from Cincinnati. They're going to be meeting at Jungle Gyms out in Eastgate. And Jungle Gyms is a sweet place. They have all kinds of food from all over the world. And uh, also, um, literally, you can buy a beer from anywhere in the world. So if you want to come and hang out. 3 to 8 p.m. I don't know if we're going to be able to uh, indulge, but definitely uh, you can drink there. So if you like drinking a little bit, come out and meet some people from Growcast. It should be fun. Yeah, I'm, def- I'm definitely going. And, you know, if you're not into beer, uh, there's definitely wine there. There's a ton of wine. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not much of a wine drinker, but yeah. there is. I think <laughs> what is it? Vodka, vodka there, Red Bull. Mistaken. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're yeah, fuck a Rebel. Red Bull station over there. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be good to go. Well, anyways, guys, I think at that point it's uh it's about all we've got for this afternoon. Oh uh, wait. Do we have one more I, thing? We definitely don't have things. time for it. <laughs> we've been going for over an hour. No, no, I, I think we had, I think we had a little delay at the start, but uh, a couple things I want to mention. We are going to be having some easy days, grow your own 101 classes coming up here really soon. Um, starting right at 12 seven or maybe after, uh, maybe some nights, some weekends, maybe some daytime classes. We're going to be talking about the history of cannabis, different uh, things about issue two, plant selection, getting in all types of different seeds you can plant, the different clones that you can buy, best practices with that stuff, tent selection, light selection. So if you're new uh, to growing cannabis and you want to learn from people that have been doing it for a long time, uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. We'll be uh, posting that uh, on the Easy Days website on the schedule there. So if you want to uh, come out there, there'll be some free gifts along with your ticket, uh, some 
definitely easy days beans. So looking forward to uh, sharing our knowledge with you guys. And then I do want to shout out uh, Grow Big Buds 101 on Facebook. They're trying to get to 10,000 followers. I think we're at 8,800 or something like that. It's We're getting close. If uh, you're on the Facebook, which I know a lot of people aren't anymore, but if you are, uh, please hit me up. I can link you up, uh, get you an invite to the group. It's an awesome group. Big Red does a lot of different giveaways, lights, seeds, beans. We send them stuff to send out to people. They do growing shows. And I also want to thank uh, Scott Bozell from Grow Big Buds 1 and 2 and Brian Fott, who recently just posted his grow of the Alien Truffle Bus, uh, another person that really loved that plant. It's a really cool one. So if you want to try to grow it, you better hurry because um, we only have like one more shipment left to go out to seats here now. And they are selling fast, and it's a really popular oh, plant. So sorry for all the commercials today, but I felt like uh, we had some stuff to go over. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's the end of this episode. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the host, but uh, he probably said it was over, so I guess it was over. <laughs> yeah, he's, but, he's hopped off. He's a hopped you know, off. You know what's interesting is I'm the one that controls the video, so I'll go ahead and send us out. Uh, thanks, everybody, for showing up to the Easy Days podcast. Um, really appreciate you guys uh, supporting us and uh, you know spending time listening to us talk about uh, the wonderful world of cannabis. If there's anything we can do to help you out, please let us know. Also, please... Visit our uh, Easy Days Instagram page, our website, if you can, join the Discord. And uh, thanks for showing up tonight. Have a great night. I am out. Peace, y'all. I got, I, wait, I got to say, you know, please subscribe. You know, just, just hit subscribe. Just subscribe to our channel, you know. And I, I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping JFK might say goodbye, too, if he's still Hi. there. I got really high, man. I got really, really high. <laughs>